Joe Simpson is just like sitting there on the couch, just like like with his head down, just like oh, like being very supportive, but like knowing it's not a bop. She doesn't even go here. Yesterday I did Gucci, so and today Fendi. So. It's hot. You know what's the weirdest thing to me? What? Do you know who Theo Vaughn is? Like the comedian? Yes. You have the essence <laughs> of Theo Vaughn. <laughs> really? I don't know, just something about you, especially in this moment, you kind of have like Theo Vaughn hair, but not quite a mullet going on. Thanks. I don't know. I'm wearing a men's shirt. Is that helping? It's really speaking to me. You, you're turning into Theo Vaughn. <laughs> wow. But anyways, are you ready to start? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Nikki Jensen and Brie Picconi, and we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. Brie, yeah. Did you hear about Taylor Swift's announcement? I did. Oh my god, I saw it on my Twitter. Midnight is going to be her new album, and it's going to be released in October. Are you excited? I'm really excited. I am also like this is the first time on the podcast that there's a new Taylor Swift announcement. No, that's a lie. Uh, yeah, yes. I was gonna say, Nikki, let me stop you right there. But no, but we were expecting. It's been almost a whole year since Red Taylor's version, mm-hmm. and I like us Swifties. We expected more of the re-releases. Oh yeah, <sighs> and you know, yesterday at the VMAs, did mm-hmm. you see what Taylor Swift was wearing? No, that she was wearing. Um, like Google, it's like um. It's, like, very 1920s-esque. It's, like, just, like, beaded, very kind of showgirls, like Elizabeth Berkeley and showgirls-esque. But I totally thought it was going to be – she was going to announce the re-release. Oh, yes, I did see it. I just didn't realize that was yesterday. Well, yeah, because I thought it was going to be her announcing Reputation Taylor's version because right. it looks like the look what you made me do. Like when she's in the bathtub. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I thought it looked familiar. But that's not the case. She's coming out with new music. Is she still doing the re-releases though? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Does that, is that pale in comparison though? Cause... I don't, I don't know. I really, I really dig the cover. I like it too. It like, the artwork is really, it's moody. It like, it captures a whole vibe. It really, like, appeals to me. It's like Taylor Swift is looking at my Pinterest right now because, mm-hmm. like, I'm really into, like, old, like, 90s, early 2000s Apple, like, Mac ads. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it speaks to me. But. <laughs> nice. No, I saw the album artwork and I was like, ooh, I'm intrigued because isn't it, like, Midnight, um... Well, the album's called the, Midnight. The album's just called Midnight's, but it's like something about like she's songs she's written like during like late nights mm-hmm. and just lonely times, and there's like a whole spiel about it, and it's kind of relatable. You know what I mean? Like staring at the wall. I think like being the, moody. Oh yeah, I mean Brie. Like my whole like aesthetic or like my like be like I love the idea of just being creative at like late at night, like yes. eleven, twelve at night, just. 1 a.m. Yeah, the the between 11 and 1 a.m. when things are popping. Mhm. You know. I know. Sometimes like even if I'm super tired and I just like stay up a little bit later then all of a sudden I get a burst of energy. Then I'm like, "Ooh." I've always really romanticized like 11 p.m. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 
Like, 2 a.m. is when bad things happen. 11 a.m. is when, like, the best things happen. <laughs> or 11 p.m., I mean. Not 11 a.m. I thought that was only, like, at the club. I feel like, though, anything can happen at 11 p.m. Mm. That's so hopeful. <laughs> I love it. But, yeah, the VMAs were last night. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even know. I I was oblivious. I yeah, I really looked at the red carpet and that was it. I saw Lil Nas X, his like Met Gala Amon looking outfit last night and I was intrigued and Lizzo was there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I was like, I don't know who half these people are. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Also I thought it was really sad that like I thought one of the best dressed last night was Dixie D'Amelio, and I was like, what does this world come to? What? Is she one of the dancing sisters? <laughs> yeah. I thought of... Her name is Dixie? The older one. That's the older... Oh, okay. Someone told me something today that made me feel kind of old, because they were like, hey, do you know who... So It was like, um, someone Ray, like, li- not Lisa. Oh, that Tate... Whoever that is, or Addison, Addison Ray. Ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was she's like, really she, famous. I thought she was. A, I was like, is she a singer? <laughs> I was like, no, she's a TikToker. Look like, how oh, cool. She's in that commercial now for like, is it Alexa or whatever, where they play Backstreet Boys and like dance. Maybe that's where I got confused because she's like singing and dancing or something, and I'm like, oh, I don't I, know. I feel like Addison Ray has this. Something about her has a really Jessica Simpson quality. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she'll get into singing. Maybe I'm just like picking up. I don't know. Just like. I I, don't I know. think she has a single. I think all the TikTok girlies have already had singles. Oh. We gotta we gotta get on TikTok, Nick. Do <laughs> I feel like I am on TikTok, but like my algorithm is not pushing out Addison Ray. Yeah. Mine's weird. <laughs> Mine's like only like that random girl who like looks like an alien who does makeup. That's it. Mm. But but yeah. Any other like pop culture bet you want to tackle into? Well, you know who's leaving Euphoria? Cat, right? Mm-hmm. Also, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on with my voice. <laughs> um, it's just really raspy. I keep trying to drink water, and it's like strange. Anyway. <laughs> Do you have some acid reflux? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I've been singing too loud on my tour. I don't know. Is this a is this a bit free? Yes, but my voice is act- like my throat feels really weird. It was just think, the hot pepper. Do you think you're gonna need to use a backing track for your Saturday a- Night Live performance? I might have to use a backing track. Okay, I hope that really goes well. You know, I'm sure it will. I have high hopes. <laughs> I think it's gonna gonna be smooth sailing for sure i have a good feeling about it but speaking of acid reflux mm-hmm. today we are talking about the iconic the legendary the cult classic tv show the ashley simpson show yep which um honestly iconic show <laughs> like uh the lady gaga clip where she's like iconic like legend star like (laughs) yeah immaculate whatever she says i mean i didn't see it at the time but like i kind of wish i did i feel like i would have really enjoyed it 
So you didn't see the Ashley Simpson show, like, at all? Mm, not that I remember. I think you introduced me to Ashley Simpson. Because, like, I probably, I don't know what I was listening to at the time. Probably, like, Fergie? Like, yeah, like, 2004 was, like, Ashley Simpson's year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do remember we went to an Ashley Simpson concert together. Yeah. And that was, that was bitchin'. Which we could talk about because that was after the SNL. Got mm-hmm. tickets before the SNL, like, disaster. Had to go see her live afterwards. Still a good show. It was a good show. But, yeah. She, like, her headliners were a random band called Pepper's Ghost, who were mid. And then the Click Five. Wow. Yeah. What a time. What a time to be alive. But, so, yeah, like, 2004. Ashley Simpson. Like, what comes to mind? Like, were you an Ashley Simpson fan? I know you went to the concert, but. Yeah, no, I definitely was. Um, especially like dark haired Ashley Simpson, I think is a whole vibe. Um, I was kind of sad when I looked like back and stuff. I guess like the next year she like went for her next album. Wasn't it the next year? I'm pretty sure uh-huh. it was like I Am Me. Yeah. Which I remember a lot of songs from that one uh, too, but she dyed her hair black bl- back to blonde, which I guess it was probably easier to maintain. I don't know. But I thought it was really punk rock of her to be like, yeah, I'm going to dye my hair dark and be angsty. Like, I really love seeing her, like, her image where she's, like, figuring herself out and, like, bopping around and kind of boyish, but, like, girlish. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, she had her baby tees and, like, baggy pants and, like, uh. I think the Ashley Simpson show, like, I was a big Ashley Simpson fan. Mm-hmm. Like, so much so, I, like, when she dyed her hair black, I was like I wanted that haircut so bad and I got that haircut and like and of course I like tried to play it off and be like oh yeah it's inspired by Joan Jett but you know it's it was inspired by Ashley Simpson you know I took a picture of like Ashley Simpson from like the autobiography like (laughs) album photo shoot and I was just like yes at the great clips (laughs) like here you go Nikki this is coming together because like i've seen that photo of you like several times i mean i was there for that haircut and like yeah joan jett is not as believable now that i think about it because i'm like that's not really our time i mean she was around but not like really you know what i mean it's a big fan of the runaways i mean i was but you know yeah ashley simpson honestly whoever did your hair did a pretty decent job honestly that was one of my best haircuts i know i was like 10 but (laughs) I never felt more like myself. Like, it was a fun haircut. Would you ever bring it back? Yeah, I would. Really? You know, maybe not black hair, but I think when Ashley Simpson has, like, the hair pre, like, dyeing it black, mm-hmm. like, the blonde, I think I could do that. Yeah? Because her roots, she kind of has, like, darker roots. Side bangs and all? Side bangs and all. I think if I'm going to... Yeah, well, because you have to have that, like, shag haircut. You mm-hmm. have to have the bangs. Like, choppy bangs. Yeah. And eventually they grow into side bangs. That's what happens with bangs. Oh, hey, speaking of haircuts, I know this is off topic a little, but, like, Nicole Kidman's haircut. The jellyfish The jellyfish haircut? haircut. Yeah, just since we're talking about haircuts, would you ever do that one? No. <laughs> Well, for a photo shoot, yes. Mm-hmm. I think any time, like, it's, like, very Asian-inspired. It reminds me of that. I forget her name, but she was, like, a fashion, like, staple 
in the 2000s. Mm. Like some, like, she's like eight. I think she's Chinese. But it just reminds me of that or like a Dragon Ball Z character or something. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's a fashion moment. It definitely is. Speaking of bangs, do you remember for like the cover of like W Magazine back in like 03, 04, like Ashley Simpson time? Britney Spears did one with like the bangs, like really heavy eye makeup and like palest of lipsticks. Like, um, but what kind of bangs? Like complete platinum fringe. Oh, just like the cover, like everything up into her eyes. Oh, that sounds hot. I have, I, I feel like I need to look at that. You totally do. But like, I remember thinking that was the like the chicest, most like high fashion thing, like ever. Oh wait, I see it. Yes. Oh, that's really cool. Yes. Yes. That. That's bitching. And she's holding like a handful of chains. <laughs> she looks really pretty though. Honestly, like I like this look. No, I really. That was like the like I said the epitome of like high fashion to mm-hmm. me. Was that August '03? Yep, August 03. What time? Dang. <laughs> I love it. Would you rock the jellyfish haircut? Possibly. Like, I've seen some that are cut that look kind of almost like mullets. Because, like, like, the shorter, obviously, I have, like, shorter hair. So I'd have to figure out how to do it. But the, I don't know if my hair would, I'd have to straighten it, for one. I know I'm thinking really technical here. But I've seen some where it's, like, Looks almost like a bowl cut, like a lob sort of situation. And then there's like a little fringe coming out the bottom, like little tentacles. And it's like, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I can't even picture it. But I love how you bring up mullets again (laughs) to circle back to the Theo Vaughn of it all. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always uh, thinking about mullets, you know, that's always the inspiration for me. But like, kind of like that, but shorter. That looks crazy, though. Huh. I feel like for, in order to have the jellyfish haircut, you have to have, like, a certain amount of length. Yeah, it'd be really difficult for me. But, you know, I could work up to it. Anything is possible. Take those sugar bear hair gummies and you'll be all set. There we go. Yeah. Well, like, they did it on a on a mannequin, like, a, or, like, a, like in beauty school, like, on one of the dummies. And I actually like that. The shorter-haired jellyfish haircut's kind of cute. Maybe it's the way to go. Or no, not the only way. But you know what it does remind me of? Hmm. The short haircut jellyfish. Wait, Ashley did Simpson. I say that right? It does remind me of Ashley Simpson a little bit. Yeah. No, she had some cool shag, like, haircuts. But, like, I remember the Ashley Simpson show was, like, primetime viewing. I remember when it premiered and being just, like, 10 years old and so stoked. Because I didn't really know who Ashley Simpson was, but... This idea of like Ashley or um, Jessica Simpson's like younger sister who is like the anti Jessica mm-hmm. and I don't know and also like pieces of me like it's like yes. one of the perfect pop songs and like all your playlists pieces of me would be on there probs probably I mean I still like I listened to autobiography today yeah. Me too. It's a good album, like, all things considered. No, her voice is actually really good, too. Like, it's got that, like, raspy, like, there are, like, like, in that song, Autobiography, there's, like, a certain point where she actually does sound kind of like Courtney Love. I was going to say, oh, my God, put a pin in the Courtney Love of it all. Okay. Because 
just put a pin in it because it does pertain to the Ashley Simpson show and I have thoughts. Okay. But, but yeah. So like the Ashley Simpson show premiered in the summer of 04. You know, it kind of it introduced Ashley Simpson to the world and then, you know, her album. I didn't realize Autobiography went three times platinum. Three times? Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. So like that was like her year, but it was also like MTV had just had all the success with the reality shows like there was laguna beach there was the osbournes there was newlyweds Mm -hmm. like do you remember like mtv and like newlyweds at this time and like that kind of stuff i do like i vaguely remember it like i um i probably saw a little bit of newlyweds but i gotta be honest like jessica simpson I love her but i was never super into her music or anything or her you know i'm like oh that's not i mean I don't know. Maybe I was also young at the time, so I'm like, why would I care about people getting married and things like that? Like, you know what I mean? Ashley Simpson was definitely more relatable. Um, but I love Jessica Simpson's shoe line. <laughs> Just saying, like, she does know how to design some shoes. I know. She does. Some handbags. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I agree, though. I wasn't, like, a Newlyweds fan, and I wasn't a Jessica Simpson fan. I remember, like, the... The chicken of the sea whole thing it was a commercial no like in um newlyweds when she was like nick lachey asks her like what is this and she was like is it fish or is it tuna oh and like, you couldn't tell was, the difference yeah, i've seen that it's, clip it's coming it's back the to whole me. joke like i feel like for years everyone just like made that joke or that reference mm. but like there was even a whole commercial like i don't remember what it was for but Jessica Simpson really, like, capitalized on that. Good. She should. Well, I mean, she was, like, the butt of the joke at the time. But, yeah, she really capitalized. And, you know, if you can turn it around and capitalize on it, go for it. I feel like that's, like, the early 2000s in a nutshell. Like, Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian's, like, sex tapes, turning that and making it, you know, making, like, billion-dollar careers. Yeah. That's wild how that happens. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I remember Jessica Simpson. I was never a fan, though. Like, I was a Britney girl. Yeah. Same. Well, it wasn't Jessica kind of, like, they were just trying to make her, like, another Britney Spears, but just didn't work, I guess. As far as that goes, like, as far as Britney clones, Mandy Moore was my my girl for doing the Britney clones. Yeah. I could see that. She was really good. She's underrated, I think. She has a really good voice. Yeah. Like, one of the best. (laughs) Like, not Christina level, but yeah still yeah but were you a fan of ashley's music at the time oh yeah definitely i remember pieces of me being a bop like i don't remember every song on the like unapologetic album but i remember like the singles more like i remember la la you mean autobiography autobiography wait what did i say unapologetic oh (laughs) sorry i guess i was i was thinking of britney spears whose album's unapologetic is that britney spears is that britney spears i don't know she was overprotected Who's unapologetic then? I don't know. I'll Google this, but like, <laughs> sorry for I don't know. No, like, Una- unapologetic. Does <laughs> it again? No, it's autobiography. Um, autobiography. Sorry. I, what I was trying to say is it's a Rihanna album. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go on. Okay, wait. There's a there's an explanation. I went on a rabbit hole of watching this video of comparing Rita Ora to Rihanna. And I went on, like, a whole Rihanna rabbit hole last night, so I think she's just, like, subliminally, like, in my mind. Rihanna's, like, coming through. 
how can you compare Rita Ora to Rihanna? That's what I said, but like, that's because she was marketed like that. Anyway, see, like, I just got in a whole rabbit hole last night, and I guess Rihanna's just like still on my brain. No offense, nothing personal, but Rita Ora is like Walmart Rihanna. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, anyway. <laughs> Great value, I should say. Ooh. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. Autobiography. So, like, I remember Lala, and I remember um, Shadow, and Pieces of Me. The most, probably. Those are the bops. I don't, I don't remember the other songs, really, to be honest. But I just remember, like, jamming real hard to the singles. It was good. I, I enjoyed this album. It's really good. There's a part of me that's like, you know what? I could listen to this again. Like, I, you know, in my adult life, I'm like, ooh. It's like a, it's a vibe. Like, I want to listen to this and, like, Ultimate from Freaky Friday and, like, the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack. It's just, like, all a vibe. Yes. Make a whole, like, early 2000s playlist. Pretty much. But, like, the ones that were, like, like, Celebrity Skin also kind of has to be on there. Like, the girlies that are so, that were so obviously influenced by Avril, but Mm. also Courtney Love. Mm. Very Courtney Love energy. Yes. Like I'm like a bratty, like punk rock princess. Yes. We don't really get that vibe a lot anymore. No, I think Olivia Rodrigo is the only. Yeah. One. But even then, it's like it's not the same. You no. know what I mean? Because there's like a like a type A ness about her. Yeah, she's too cute. You know what I mean? Like she's too put together. I don't know. Well, I was listening to, do you remember that song Overdrive from uh, Mean Girls? It's like a girl that looks like Avril Lavigne, mm-hmm. but it was like one of those songs in that era. Mm, okay. And what does she say? She's like, "What? I'm going to read you the lyrics. Okay. And then we're going to talk about Ashley Simpson. Okay. But, you know, Ashley Simpson influenced. She was a... Um, a 2000s Addison Ray, if you will. <laughs> She's an influencer. Okay, so the lyrics, I'm not going to read all of them, but okay, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm independence. Yeah, yeah, I'm borderline. Which borderline, like, is she talking about personalities? Yeah, disorders? that's like, because then she says, I'm California, my mind's all screwed and upside down, but my heart's on overdrive. Oh. Um, she says, I like the light and hate the heat, but I'll lick the blood right off your street. Mind you, this girl is like 14 in this record. It's produced by her father. Whoa. And then she says, they all come here to find a scene, but end up girls on methadrine naked on a TV screen. Whoa. I'm like, what the heck is this girl? Is she okay? <laughs> is she and, okay? And then the chorus, you know, where she says she's borderline. I'm like, this is wild. Anyways, huh. what a time. What a time. But she really went for it, I think. Dang. Yeah. Good for her. Is she okay? We could, we should check in on her. She's still you know? alive. I double checked. Okay, good. Yeah. Was she still making bops like that, though? You know? No. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. You've heard that song before, right? It it sounds familiar. I feel like I have. Yeah. I feel like I've heard it recently, but I thought it was like a newer song, unless I'm thinking of 
I don't know. You gonna play? Can it cut this out. I'll play it a little for you. Cause like no offense, but listening to autobiography, there's no lyrics that like catch me off guard. Wait, what? But what about the part where she's like, "I got stains on my T-shirt," and she's the biggest flirt. Uh huh. <laughs> right now she's solo, but that'll be changing eventually. Eventually. And I love how she's like, "I got bruises on my heart, and sometimes I get dark." I'm like, yeah. Hey. Oof. But, like, that's his de- – I, like, love the fact that, like, a 13-year-old girl is, like, talking about being borderline. Licking blood off the street. And she makes a reference to Jane Mansfield's car, which is, like, so fucking morbid. Like, what the heck? That's scary. And she looks just like Avril. Oh, wow. I see what you're saying. Ooh, it's kind of a bop, though. It is. A little Courtney Love-esque in the arrangement and the... Not so much... Her voice sounds really sweet, though, and, like, poppy and, and like, upbeat. (laughs) But she's cute, and it's, like, the music video is very cute. It's also just, like, wild. Because she's, like, so young but there's something about her that like seems she looks her eyes look really dark like yeah like i don't want to say she looks soulless but like that album cover i'm kind of (laughs) scared queen i love it wow she was really going for it yeah it's the ashley simpson effect the avril effect nah the ashley simpson effect (laughs) wow go ashley i'm trying to think what else um yeah, like, what about... Well, first, before we get into the Ashley Simpson show, do you want to talk about just Ashley Simpson? Yeah. Let's let's talk about Ashley. So she was born October 3rd in 1984 in Waco, Texas. A Libra. Ooh. It's interesting. And um, she starred as a backup dancer for her sister, Jessica Simpson. And she appeared on the hit TV show Newlyweds and acted in Seventh Heaven, which I didn't realize she was in Seventh Heaven. I've never seen Seventh Heaven. I've seen a lot of commercials for it, and I, I don't know. I just really wasn't watching those teenage, like, shows at the time that was marketed. There was always, like, five or six teenagers all together smiling in the sun, and I was like, uh, no. And I just watched Buffy, and that would be the most I would do. I feel like I wasn't even watching Buffy. It's so weird. Like, I think we talked about it on one of the last episodes that, like, we'd watch Dawson's Creek just for the theme song and then yes, turn it off. and then change it, yeah. So I'd watch the Dawson's Creek theme song. Mm-hmm. I'd watch, like, when it came out, I watched Laguna Beach in the Hills, of course, but this is, like, before that. What was I watching? I was, like, just watching, like, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Like, I was not into, I wasn't even into Gilmore Girls at the time. Which I wasn't either. Weird. But yeah, nah, I was like, I was somewhere else for sure. Same. Yeah, that was, uh, I was totally oblivious to that. Um, but her debut single was Pieces of Me, and it was top five hit in the U.S. in 2004, which I remember you and I just bopping to that song so much. It's so good. It, I, okay. I probably heard that song for the first time on the radio, like around the time the Ashley Simpson show came out. Like immediately like my 10 year old self was like that's a hit (laughs) i don't know and still 
you know, it's still so good. I remember all the words. It's like, it's a bop. It's really good. Yeah. I remember being like 10 or whatever. I've been, I was like, oh, pieces of me. That's so deep. I don't know. It is poetic, though. She has a way with words, you know? I think so. I think like Ashley Simpson, which is proven by the Ashley Simpson show, like she's a very like hard on your sleeve kind of gal, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I like that about her. But yeah. And her first album, Autobiography, was a success. Like you were saying, like three times platinum. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I know like in the show, it shows like the album going platinum in like the first week of the release, which is like crazy. That's so insane. Like to think about, you know, almost 20 years later, mm-hmm. there, you know, speaking of an Addison Ray or a Dixie D'Amelio, like, well, Olivia Rodrigo is the only thing that resembles that mm-hmm. at all. But like then, like the Avril effect, because that was like a real thing. I know we're joking about the <laughs> Ashley effect. Yeah. But the Avril effect was real. It was. And we got the goods afterwards. Mm-hmm. We got like Hillary Duff. I mean, okay, this is kind of a fe- If I was Avril Lavigne, <laughs> Hillary I'd be Duff. Pissed. We did get a- like Hillary Duff. But she's not a. But the Matrix, if it weren't for Avril, okay. the year before, the Matrix wouldn't have worked on hillary duff's album i get what you're saying so we wouldn't have had so yesterday or come clean true and our lives would not be the same brie do you feel like okay when you were in like a really good mood would you put on like um like metamorphosis and bop and then if you were feeling really angsty and having a bad day put on some ashley simpson you know to balance it out you know what's crazy brie yeah so like if we're going around timelines, and I want to know your thoughts too. Mm-hmm. Metamorphosis. I was so obsessed with Hillary Duff. That was like my world. Like, so yesterday, if the light <laughs> is off, then it isn't on. Yeah. You know, stand by that. But everything, you know, throughout the year 2004 up until the summer, mm-hmm. Hillary Duff, ride or die. Mm-hmm. I'm still a fan. But when Pieces of Me in Autobiography dropped, I dropped the duff. I was like, nah, she's lame. I'm bubble bubble gum, cookie cutter. Like, nah, man, Ashley's my girl now. I do remember a shift in you one day. It was like all of a sudden I turned, I like came over to your house and it was like all of a sudden you're like, hair, you got that haircut and you were like, I'm not talking to anyone today. And then you're like, gosh, mom. And you, you know, like. <laughs> I know, like, Ashley Simpson really gave me the freedom to be a brat and just be on AIM, just, like, you know, being a, a flirt with stains on my t-shirt, you know? Oh, yeah. Catfish. Catfishing people. Um, But, yeah, and then Avril Lavigne, you know, my happy ending, that album came out later mm. in the summer and, you know. It's another good one. But that's a dark, that's the dark Avril Lavigne album. Right. In quotes. Wow. So, you know. Love it. So much for my happy ending that, you know. Right. I mean, I'll be honest, listening to this album again, like, really puts me in that spirit of, like, being, like, a angsty, like, teenage girl. Like, the inner teen angst is really, I'm just like, oh, man, I don't want to do anything today. Leave me alone. Everything is hard. And, like, looking out the window and, like... You know what I mean? It's like you really do want to dye your hair dark or do something and just wear some baggy jeans and maybe jump around in your room for no reason. I don't know. 
I get that vibe. I actually like, you know, listening to this stuff now and even then, like I was never, well, I did go through an emo phase a little later, but like this was not that. Like it wasn't like a gosh mom and like I'm going to sit, you know, like Bella Swan and New Moon just like waiting for Edward. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to jump around my room. I'm going to be mischievous. Yes. You know, I'm going to have some side bangs. I'm going to wear graphic tees that say like, kiss me, I'm Irish or like dump him. And I'm just going to like skateboard. (laughs) And I don't know, you know. Yeah. Steal a piece of bubble gum from the 7-Eleven and just be like, maybe say fuck. Whoa. Too far. Do you know what I mean? Like, just the roast. I don't know. Yeah. It's like the cool, I don't know. It is a very Courtney love attitude minus the drugs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still feel that when I listen to this album. And I'm like, I, I want, I feel like from the Ashley Simpson show, like, obviously, like, when I watched this the first time, I was way younger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in this show, she's 19, and I'm older now. Yeah. But it's still, like, this idea of, like, even though she's making these dumb mistakes and, you know, being young and, like, kind of annoying, something about her is so likable. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that attitude, that carefree independence. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I kind of want to adopt that again. Like, this is fun. Yeah. Something about this is really fun. Like, I don't know. So. I agree. I'm like, I feel like I need to take some things away or just, you know, she is kind of going with the flow for the most part and just, I don't know, just like listen to some that and some, uh, like, you know, letters to Cleo to like <laughs> get you in the mindset. Exactly. Let's see. So some more history. Of Ashley Simpson. So we were talking about like the SNL incident, which honestly, I didn't remember that. But what? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I should. I, you know, what? I didn't start watching SNL till I was like 13. But you didn't hear about it? Um, No, I feel like I would have remembered. Cause I, I had to look it up and be like, what was the incident? What? The SNL incident was like. Thought actually, like, we're joking about being iconic, but to me, that's like a pop culture, like, iconic moment. Mm, like the Janet Jackson nipplegate of it all. Like. I think so, because people, like, my parents knew who Ashley Simpson was after that. Mm. Like, the world knew who she was, and not in a good way. Like, she was like the next Millie Vanilli. Dang. That really sucks, though, because it's like, from. The outside, like on the, like just looking at the incident, you wouldn't really know what was going on. But then if you watch the show, you know it was like because she was on, she, she lost her voice, like during the show. And they were just like, yeah, we'll give her the backing track. And then they played the wrong song. Someone did her dirty. I think so. Well, okay. Like I just remember it being like, like Nipplegate in the way that it was like portrayed by the media of like, is this because she can't say, like, why? Mm hmm. And not getting a straight answer and then the, watching the Ashley Simpson show and being like, when she was like, it's acid reflux, mm-hmm. you know, being like a, like a lame excuse almost. Mm-hmm. But from someone that didn't watch it in real time or didn't know about it then, like, what do you think now from your 2022 perspective? I mean, I feel like it's unfortunate for her because she had so much momentum at the time and, you know, this was like a big deal 
And I think it also just reflects, like, just, like, in the, like, the media at the time of, like, because she talks about it. It's, like, basically you make one mistake and they're, like, oh, is your career over? Or, like, they're, oh, she doesn't, you know, sing live. She's a lip syncer. But, you know, all her other shows were live. Like, we get to see in the show, like, her basically starting from the bottom, you know? So... We see that she's, like, really pushing herself, and she's singing, doing all these things probably with her voice that she doesn't normally do. Like, really just, you know, there was a point where they're like, oh, yeah, even just talking can damn it. Like, she had some type of, like, bump or something. There was just, like, so much. Maybe she didn't have acid reflux that was contributing, but I think it was probably, like, all the rehearsals and being tired, just, like, all the stress on your body, um, you know, that sort of thing. And just... I don't know. It just happened because she was singing and her voice went out in that first song. And then they're like, well, for the second song, we'll just, you know, we'll do the backing vocals and whatever, get it done. But I don't know. Because there are times where we hear her voice kind of like scratchy and like when she's like tired or not well rested or, you know, it's like it doesn't sound very good. But then when she's like on there and she's like 100%, she sounds really awesome. And so... I don't know. I just think it's kind of unfortunate. It was probably a real bummer for her. And it's kind of a, you know, a bummer, I guess, the way we treat it. But at the same time, it's like, well, no one knew what was going on. It's kind of awkward. Like, it it happened pretty quick. And then you can see, like, SNL, like, you know how they used to do, like, those, like, when they cut to commercial, they do, like, the portrait of yeah. whoever's hosting and stuff like that. And it was, like, it was a pretty quick, like... You know, once she left the stage, I mean, the band awkwardly plays for a moment. But then it's, like, okay, like, technical difficulties, basically, is what it was... You know, we're like, cut to commercial. It's wild. It's wild to be be yeah. alive and remember that time. But I don't know. With, like, on the voice thing, I, like, Ashley Simpson, if you're being technical, doesn't have, like, the widest range, like, vocal range. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, in the first couple episodes we of the Ashley Simpson show, we get to listen to her, like, recording and stuff. Yeah. And, like, obviously she's just limited mm-hmm. vocally, and she's, like, an alto. hmm And the Courtney Love-esque, like, shrieks she does yeah. to be more, like, rock or, like, you know, punk or whatever. Might be like, hurting her voice. I don't, I don't think she's probably singing properly anyways. Like, she doesn't seem like, oh, like a she's, singer. Yeah. But then also I think when she does those types of like vocal inflections where they're cool that it might just like hurt her voice probably also i think when she gets to like a new vocal coach and like the second i think it's in the second season but like her voice seems to be doing better so maybe i don't know maybe she just needed more guidance sort of exercise that muscle because it does kind of seem like she just woke up one day and was like oh i'm gonna be a singer and there's like a lot of work there's like i'm sure there's a lot that goes into it like Right? Or she was, cause she's, what, she was like a dancer before, or like she's on show, like she's yeah. like an actress, but not like a trained singer. Like that's something people do for like a long time. Well, that's so interesting too. Like I think in one of the episodes, Ashley is like talking about her relationship with her sister. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the episode when they introduce like the song Shadow. Every episode. <laughs> yeah. I am not, I don't want to look anything like Jessica or sound like her. But this is, I think this is the episode where she dyes her hair and like Jessica's in it for a second. Mm. But, um, you know, they show her being little and like 
being like, oh, yeah, I dance, but I didn't want to do that as a career. It And Jessica was the singer. Do you remember this episode? Yeah. But it kind of like, it just seems like she really did stumble into singing. Yeah. Like, not in a bad way. Just like. No, it's like if you, well, you, you might have more, you have more experience singing. If I was like, hey, I'm going to be a singer. Like, it'd be a difficult path. You'd be like, it seems like they just crunched in so much, like, to make up for the time you know what i mean they're like okay we're gonna release an album we're gonna make a show to promote it we're gonna do all these things like her dad is the manager though Mm -hmm. was really looking out for like you know setting up all these events and things for her and i don't know i will say like it's so interesting looking at like the ashley and jessica's parents Mm -hmm. versus like you know in the documentaries where you see like britney spears her parents yeah it's it's a lot different. I mean, they at least seem like like Ashley and Jessica. Their parents seem like um, like they want them to have their own voices anyway. Because I know the dad was like pissed in one episode when he was like, "Yeah, that's the shit they tried to do to Jessica. They changed all these things." And he was like, "Not this time." I was like, well, "Yeah, you tell him." I loved seeing her dad sometimes when they play songs that were like not good. Because like until like she starts working with like like Cara Diaguardi or like The Matrix. Let's be real, the songs are not the best. When she's working with the Sugar Ray guy. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> I was a little worried when I saw that in the beginning anyways. I was like, mm, you sure? Then, like, Joe Simpson is just, like, sitting there on the couch, just, like, <laughs> with his head down, just, like, all, like, being very supportive, but, like, knowing it's not a bop. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, he was great. Or, like, the mom, like, literally being, like, I feel like, what is her name? Is her name Tina? What, who, the mom. Yeah. Um, It's such a stark contrast from, like, a Lynn Spears or something. Like, mm-hmm. she has, like, an opinion, this lady. Yeah, she really does. She's, like, really trying to guide her, too, to, like, make, like, good choices and not, they're not, like, I don't know. And I don't know for sure, but they just don't seem, like, super greedy or, like, whatever, you know? Yeah, like I, I audiobook read um Jessica Simpson's book, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really have any bad things to say about her mom. It seems like her mom's like a genuinely nice like lady who like cares about her daughters. Yeah, I mean, dad too, but I know her dad like has like a gay lover or something. I don't know. I, Ooh, some drama, spicy! Like, that happens in the future. Everyone always but. has a gay lover these days in all these stories, Nick. <laughs> It's always like the plot twist, I feel, just the past couple episodes. I'm like, oh. Joe Simpson, Elizabeth Gilbert. (laughs) The Um, icons. Wow. Queer icons. Maybe he'll write a book. You know, we can read it. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, Ashley Simpson, like, does have a second album. Right. Which, we listened to that one, too. I like, okay. That's an album that... I listened to again and I was like, ooh. Boyfriend and L-O-V-E are great. Yes. The rest? It kind of gets progressively worse. And then you get to catch me when I fall and it's just like, ugh. It's like a balloon. Yeah, no, I tried to listen to the, the album and some of it I couldn't get through. And I was like, oh, Like, it doesn't have the same... It's not the same vibe as the first album anyway. Um... But yeah, those are the two bops. Boyfriend's so good. It it is. Yeah, it is. 
I, you know, I read that it was, um, oh man, not, not this again. I always forget his name. Um, mm. It's about Wilder Valderrama, right? Yes. Wilder Valderrama. Because I guess at the time, Lindsay Lohan was dating him, which was a surprise to me. But, yeah. Mentally, I still think Lindsay Lohan and Wilmer Valderrama are dating. I'm not going to lie. That's the only (laughs) relationship I've known out of those two. So, yeah. Apparently, Demi Lovato right now has a song about him, though. What? Because he dated her when he was 29 and she was 17. And she's like, it's problematic now. That's a little strange. A little strange. He always liked really young girls, so. That's interesting. Like, when he was in his 20s, he was dating 17-year-old Lindsay Lohan. So anyways. Huh. I'm going to have to, like, look into that in my free time. Just <laughs> just late to the party on all the things. <laughs> yeah. But the boyfriend is a bop. Like, I remember listening to that song a lot and being like, yeah, like, just like, I don't know, it's a little angsty. It's more poppy, though. This whole album's more poppy. Um, I mean, there's some slow songs, for sure. Not a fan of the slow songs. They're too slow. I mean, they're okay, but it's like, I don't know. It starts off so strong, though, because I love, like, boyfriends, like, how the song's like, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I, I, but yeah, it just falls apart. L-O-V-E, though, mm-hmm. is a bop. I, you know, when I listened to it again, I was thinking like the arrangement and everything. It it sounds a lot like like a Gwen Stefani song, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Like, can't you hear her being like singing that? Like, and then like, um, like, if I was a rich girl, you know what I mean? Like yes. that kind of era of Gwen Stefani. Like, it gave me that vibe. <gasps> and didn't they do a remix with Missy Elliott? Mm-hmm. Which rich girl is with Eve, mm-hmm. so is like Missy Elliott's Avril's like Eve, but not because they weren't really friends. <laughs> Am I doing an A to C? You mean Ashley? Yes, Ash. Sorry, <laughs> Nikki. The no, Avril, Avril, Avril had little mama. Yeah, Avril had little mama. <laughs> All those blonde white girls look the same. <laughs> True. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. Oh, but yeah. Did you listen? Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. No, go, no, you go ahead. Well, if we're talking about the second album, did you listen to her third album? That was not a success. Okay. My that my question was, did she make a third album? So I don't think I listened. I don't think so. I, you know, I think it's good. Like, as far as I, you know, I think. I think at this time, it's when she's married Pete Wentz, and she was pregnant with her first kid. I do remember her marrying Pete Wentz. So it was, like, poor timing for this album, and, like, Ashley's time came and went, but I don't think it's bad. Gotcha. Bittersweet World. Yeah. Yeah. It's produced by Timbaland. Oh. Well, what? That should be good, then. I'm, like, into it. I'm into the third record. Pieces of Me and Boyfriend are on... Oh, that's the bonus track. Oh. Oh, okay. So there, there's a couple songs like there's hot stuff, murder, and then never dream alone. Those are the last three songs on the album. Those are very different moods. <laughs> you know, I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. No, I. 
I think it's the song called Out of My Head, which is, it's like very 80s. I like that one. And then I like Little Miss Obsessive, but it also has backing vocals from the Plain White Tees dude. And you know how I feel about that, man. Oh, yeah. I know how you feel. That's really that awesome. That makes me feel like murder. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait. I, I thought the, you loved him. The Plain White Tees? I thought you loved the Plain White Tees. I hate the Plain White Tees. But didn't you go through a phase where you loved them? No, and remember we saw them in concert, and I know it was free, and I was like, we have to leave. I remember them being bad in concert. They were terrible. But didn't you like them? No, it was just free. Maybe you just liked Plain White Tees, like, to I, wear them. Maybe like that's what I was going shirts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I don't know. But they had one bop, didn't they? Or was it a sad song? It was Hey There, Delilah. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> huh. Maybe it was me. Maybe I was obsessed with that one song. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm definitely intrigued because Timbaland don't make no joint, no, no, no junk. <laughs> no, he doesn't. So. Um. But yeah, so she marries and divorces Pete Wentz. She plays Roxy Hart in Chicago and she was on the re- reboot of Melrose Place and now she is married to Diana Ross's son, Evan, and they have kids. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for her. Keeping uh, music and singing in the family. Maybe they could be like a family of singers. Actually, I don't know if he sings. I'm just saying. Diana Ross. I mean, how can you be Diana Ross's son and not like... And not sing. Yeah. Plus, he wears a fedora, right? He does. So that just implies singing... At any moment. <laughs> oh. So, I guess you want to talk about, like, the marketing of Ashley Simpson, or? Yeah, I know we kind of have touched on it already, but, yeah, like, she was marketed as the anti-Jessica, mm-hmm. which was very smart, but it's all under that Avril Lavigne, like, bracket of stars of this time. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I just, I really like, I really liked her aesthetic, you know? Like, I don't know. I almost think she's cooler than Avril in some ways, you know? I agree, because she's not trying too hard. Like, I think Avril Lavigne, it was like, it. it's very odd, because we did a whole episode on Avril Lavigne. Mm-hmm. And we know that, you know, she's... She grew up in the church and singing Faith Hill, and then one day she, you know, you know, was a, became a teenager and got into, like, skate culture and stuff and, like, wanted to be, like, anti-Britney and, like, kind of edgy and, like, tomboyish, right? Right. With Ashley Simpson, she's still girly, but there is this tomboy element to her. It just yeah. seems a little more image-wise natural mm-hmm. and more accurate to you know well the time in the fashion that's influenced by avril of course but like she's not married to one look like avril levine kind of had a chip on her shoulder Mm -hmm. it seemed as far as image yeah where ashley simpson like just doesn't give a fuck i really like that like i like thought was interesting that we'd see her like go to these shows and she'd just be like just like a plain like kind of like a band t like a baby tee of some sort and like you know, her belly button showing just a bit, but, like, the baggy pants, like, her butt crack hanging out. <laughs> and just, like, you know, those, like, wide belts or whatever with the little, um, 
the rivets and things like that. I don't know. But she just seemed like an every girl, like just like, I don't know, like an every girl basically and not like trying too hard. But I don't know. Yeah. Like she was like a graphic tee and lip gloss kind of gal. Yeah, exactly. You can do both. You can do it all. She didn't really do skirts. She was a pants girl. Maybe that's what I what I like about her, you know? Because Avril Lavigne was like wearing the, the punk like skirts, like the the plaid and the fishnets and all that fun stuff. Oh, I mean, she was she wore pants too. But we, I don't think of. Mm. Well, like, you know what's crazy when you say that about Avril Lavigne? That's not the Avril Lavigne. I think I'm thinking of the first Avril Lavigne. Yeah. When we think of Avril Lavigne, like whoever started wearing plaid skirts and had blonde and pink hair and like the girlfriend era is not my avril Mm, i see wow what (laughs) i don't know i'm like wow i i I mean i don't want to say one is i have an avril over the other because i think the other avril is a lot cooler like the first avril because before she was replaced yes (laughs) (laughs) oh boy anyway so so, like, the Ashley Simpson show. It says the show consists of pseudo-reality footage. What is that? What is pseudo-reality, though? Like, is that, like... What does that mean? <laughs> Sorry. I just... I, I'm like, wait, is it not all real? Because I, th- I really believed it. Okay, so a pseudo-reality show, it's... <laughs> It's a vehicle that allows the camera to capture the goings-on in the show itself. Mm-hmm. It's like a hybrid documentary, sitcom-y style that oh. I know was kind of big with MTV during this era, especially with, like, newlyweds or... But more like the Ashley Simpson show where it is set up like a documentary. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, the cut twos when it's just her talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. She's setting up what's going on. Yeah. In a way that, like, like even The Hills doesn't do or, like, a real world doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, a documentary. Mm. Where it's, like, today we blah, blah, blah. And then they, like, obviously that's where they're filming today. Like, because she'll do the, like, the in the booth stuff, but she'll be, like, Today I worked with John Shanks. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. Okay. But it's still all, re- it's like real footage of real events, but it's just cut in an interesting way and there's. Yeah. Like... Or like they're going to plan out to do that that day to coincide with the filming of the show. Oh. So it might not be like. So it's not natural. completely. Oh. Huh. Interesting. That's a lot. That's a lot for my mind to handle. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, huh. Well, what came first, Brie? Like the Ashley Simpson album or the Ashley Simpson show? That's the part that has been bothering me this whole time. Like I've been trying to figure it out. It's like the chicken or the egg, and I'm like confused because I've heard that the show came out first before the album, but then I see the album coming out during the show. And and I'm confused because the show is about the album coming out, but how can you have a show about something if you don't have an album? Like, who would watch? But people do, I guess. But it's like the it's like in real time, I guess. It's a vehicle to promote the album. It's a vehicle for sure. to promote the album. But like, see, I'm interested in watching the Ashley Simpson show because I've already listened to the album and it's something. You know what I mean? Like that would. 
But, like, I wonder, like, at the time, it's kind of, maybe because of that whole bandwagon of, like, reality shows, like, that was a thing at the time, like, like you said, the Osbournes, too, like, I don't know. Well, and the Newlyweds was, like, a cultural phenomenon, so, like, Ashley Simpson, like, the smartest business move would be to capture her sister's success. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was cool, because I do remember when the Ashley Simpson show premiered, I do remember it being very cool that, like, I had to wait to get her album. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I can't wait until her album comes out. And so, like, watching that in almost real time was really fun. Mm -hmm. And it worked. It worked for 10-year-old me, so. (laughs) Nice. Were you at, like, the Target or somewhere, like, screaming, getting it, like, when it, in that first week, or? probably i no. you know what i probably got it the first week but i probably got it at limited too because limited two sold cds oh my god i forgot they sold cds they had it all they really did bring back limited two the kids need something hopeful these days justice is not cutting it justice is not served it's in walmart yeah so (laughs) anyway um okay well thanks now that i know what pseudo reality is um but yeah, so like it begins with um with Ashley Simpson signing her record deal with Geffen. Am I saying that right? The mm-hmm. first season ends with the US release of her album and the second ends with the launch of her first tour. So and the the song Autobiography, um, the title track from her album plays during the show's opening, um, which I thought that was really fun. It's like got clips of her, like I love how it looks like little doodles of like the words that she's writing and it's like just ask me i think autobiography is also like the perfect theme song like that you don't get any better than that Mm -mm. i mean it's about writing your story this is her story she's like just ask me you know i think that song is also just like such a fun it's so fun i like autobiography it's really grown on me a lot like I think at the time I thought it was cool, but I think it's even, it's more fun looking back. I'm like, yes. It's because it's not too serious, but it's just, it's like punky enough, you know, to be a little bit angsty, but also it's like fun. It is like, um, like Ashley Simpson listens to Courtney Love or like whole once, like celebrity <laughs> skin once. And it's like taking the best bits of that. It's yeah. It's so fun. But, um. What was I going to say? I, I think it's so cool to have, like, a theme song with, like, little clips of you doing, like, the goofiest things, like, in the Ashley Simpson show theme. I just think it's so cute. Yeah. But, yeah, like, the first season, she has the blonde hair, and then, you know, by the second, you know, or third episode, she has it dark, and, like... Her image kind of changes. At first, she has this boyfriend named Josh <laughs> in the pilot episode. Do you remember Josh? Uh-huh. Who's annoying. And then Ryan Cabrera. But yeah. thoughts on Josh. That, like, or just thoughts on the first episode the of first. the Ashley Simpson show. Okay, to be honest, I was like, this guy ain't gonna last. I just had a feeling. But at the same time, I'm like, huh. Okay. Because like, he says, like, nothing. He's just sitting there like a lump, you know, leaving his clothes on wherever. I don't know. I just had this weird feeling about him. And um, it's also his name. It's like Josh. Like, oof. I don't know. I feel like 
this is a general citation, but I feel like people with the name Josh is they're they're lazy. Anyway, <laughs> if you're named Josh, don't please don't come after me. Um, quit being such a Josh. Yeah, because they're just joshing around. They're never serious, you know. They're just yeah. He did give me like fuckboy energy when like the first like we get introduced very quick to Ashley, and she's like, I'm. Not Jessica Simpson. I'm edgy and I like punk music. Mm-hmm. And I have this boyfriend named Josh and I'm so in love. And it always cuts <laughs> to her being like so cute, 19 year old, like lovey dovey. And he's like staring into the void, looking annoyed. And then she's like, Yeah, I did his laundry. And the mom's like, I don't think you should be doing that. Yeah, she's like, Why? Or, like, I think when he was... Something about the dishes and the cooking. I don't know. There was something I'm just like, I don't know about this one. But then, you know, um, Ryan Cabrera was really... He was really sweet. Their little romance was cute. Like, he just seemed like a really good friend, too, to her. Like, he seemed really supportive. This other guy, he's just a fuckboy, right? I mean, he's... I don't know. Yeah. Also, when you're that young, like, relationships don't last when you're 19. Like, mm no, it was cute. It was not, like, cute, but it was, like, yeah, I definitely preferred out of her, like, Ashley Simpson show boyfriends, Ryan Cabrera. Mm-hmm. And mentally, she's still with Ryan Cabrera. Yeah, definitely. But. <laughs> and his frosted tips. I know. Him and his frosted tips did seem really sweet. Which, probably the longest grown-out frosted tips I've ever seen. Usually people have, like, the shorter, spiky hair, but his were, like getting real long i don't know how he did it but i don't know how he kept that hair stuck up i don't either it somehow worked for him too i don't think it would work on anyone else to be honest i don't think i've ever seen ryan cabrera without the like spiky hair it's strange you've seen it is it look at him now what does he look like now i think his hair is just flat and long or no it's like a poof it goes like this it's like swept back like a tall it's still tall has a lot of height in his hair why why brie why like ryan cabrera i understand it for 2004 uh-huh that makes complete sense why you'd have spiky hair and frosted tips mm-hmm. it tracks <laughs> i i don't He doesn't have the frosted tips anymore, though. No, his hair's but like gray. It gets starting to get gray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that poof is so tall. Like that's uh, honestly, um, DJ Polly D can't even get that height. Like the way that, like, what kind of gel is he using? Like, how is it so smooth? Does he use a big roller brush to to curl it back? It's so crazy because Ryan Cabrera has a really long forehead. And he's compensating with the hair. You, The taller the hair, the shorter the forehead. Didn't no one tell you that? Yeah, but at this point, it kind of ex- accentuates it. <laughs> it extends it. It does the opposite. I uh, truly believe that. It's because it's going straight up and there's nothing going out to the sides. He needs to bring the spikes back. Yeah, no, it definitely accentuates, especially with the highlights or the blonde. I don't know if I like him with 
completely blonde hair. Like, this looks so much better when it's just dark. Oh, yeah, like that. That looks better. And not as high. Just normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep He's it normal. to the height. I don't know. Oh, my God. And there's, I'm sorry. This is, like, not... <laughs> Gonna have to cut this out. Ryan Cabrera confuses me. Like, you know, he's just like a one-hit wonder, of course. But mm-hmm. there, there is this weird thing of like, why, why did Ryan Cabrera like? do this (laughs) to his hair no to himself like if you're a one-hit wonder like i get why the backstreet boys look the way they look or i get why joey fatone that one kind of like looks the way he looks Uh uh-huh what i don't understand is how ryan cabrera who has one hit song in 2004 and dates ashley simpson and like one of the girls from the hills like, he doesn't have that much cachet to have hair that looks like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I know what you're saying. I remember him being on a lot of, like, magazines, though, like J14, like those kinds, and, like, mm-hmm. being on the cover in, like, a little bubble. He being, has like, a cute face. In the summer. Yeah. No, his face is actually pretty cute. But, yeah, that hair. It just really, like, ages him. Like, even now, he's not even 40. And, like, why does he look like that? I don't know. It's like this weird, like, L.A. dude chasing the youth vibe that, like, <laughs> actually makes you look like you're 52 and a member of New Kids on the Block. You're like, oh, why are you doing that, brah? I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, if Army Hammer in a year can get canceled and become, like, a real estate agent in the Cayman Islands. He's a real estate agent now? Yeah. Oh. But, like... You know, he's gained some weight, mm-hmm. but, like, not looking like that. He just looks like a normal dude now. Maybe he's a cannibal. Maybe he's just into freak shit. Anyways, I, was gonna say, I digress. Okay. I really got to do this on my own time with the... <laughs> we'll do a late to the party to Army Hammer soon. Can we? We can. We do a little mini one. But, uh, but yeah, like, okay, like, if Army Hammer can in a year get canceled mm-hmm. and just, like, I don't know, kind of be like, all right. I guess I'm going to sell real estate and get a little <laughs> thick. Like, Ryan Cabrera in 15 years mm-hmm. can get a new hairstyle. No, he cannot. <laughs> I think that's his personality is his hairstyle. I think that's a good part of it. But in the Ashley Simpson show, he seems so sweet. Like, you don't need the frosted tips in 2022. Or you don't need the big hair. And he still kind of has frosted tips. It's just, like, concealed. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. Maybe he just can't accept that he's in 2022. It wants to be in 2002, you know? Wouldn't it be better if Frank Burr just kept the frosted tips? I think, like, go big or go home. Don't do this half thing where you're like, I'm going to try to... No, I agree. Just go all the way. Like, spike them out. Like, just, you know, do what what you got to do. But don't, don't do the poof. 
Because that takes that looks like it takes a lot of work. It does. And is it worth it? No. Why not just let your hair flop around like a normal person? <laughs> anyway. I spent way too much time on Ryan Cabrera's hair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but. Uh, but. So that's in the first episode of the Ashley I Simpsons. really enjoyed the first episode. I think the first episode is like such a whirlwind. And it gives you a good sense of who Ashley is. Mm-hmm. And then it's like she like is in love and she breaks up. <laughs> it's a lot in one episode for sure. Uh, my favorite part is when she plays the radio game. When she's like, yes. what is Josh thinking right now? And it turns on and it's like that song like, where's your head at? <laughs> and then she was like asking all kinds of questions. Like like it was like a magic eight ball, basically. She's like, will we be together forever? Or like, will, I forgot what her other questions were, but that was kind of a fun game. Yeah. Have you ever played that game? No, I've never thought of it before. It's genius. I'll have to try it, you know? I really want to try it now. Same. I'm all about, like, I don't know, flipping coins and shaking eight balls. I feel like it's the same kind of vibe. Asking the universe. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I feel like a lot of the episodes were also, they're, they're like, cut very quick, like, fast-paced. You know what I mean? I mean, they're only, like, 20 minutes long, but... um. They fit a lot in in that time. But it's kind of haphazard a little sometimes. I'm like, whoa, this is happening and then this is happening. You know what I mean? It's like a whirlwind time in Ashley's world, <laughs> which I love. But I do think like musically, I think like the first couple episodes are really fun and they're such like a time capsule. But then like episode three, four gets in. She starts dating Ryan Cabrera you know, the Matrix gets involved with her album and she works with the guy from Goldfinger and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, things, things are, just click. Yeah. I agree. It's like, oh, this is solid. Like, things are going... Because the first couple episodes are like, oof, is she ever... Is anything going to happen right? It's like, I don't know, cliffhanger. <laughs> and I'm like, is that, like, on purpose? Or is that just, like, a thing because we're watching it in 2022? And we're like, ooh, and then you're like, oh, okay, like you're in trusting hands now. Yeah, I don't know. You mean like, is it like happenstance as well? Like that's just what happened at the time, or do you think it like? Well, that we know what happens. Like we know that like she's not going to produce the hits with the Sugar Ray dude. Yeah, or like we know that her and Josh don't pan out, and we know that during this era she's with Ryan Cabrera. I didn't know. Oh well, I didn't know that it was that that the other. I thought, you know, just kidding. No, <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to pan out. Well, I love. It I the suspended th- the disbelief though when I watched the show. I was like, huh, okay, that's what I mean. I'm like, you have to like suspend all that disbelief. You do to enjoy it fully. You have to really believe that she's going to stay blonde. Yes, I also was like, ooh, because I knew she dyed her hair, but I was, it's, I don't know, it's fun to suspend the disbelief. It's like, will she, won't she? Will she be successful? It's like, yeah, obviously, yes. But to pretend like you're in 2004 and it's the first time watching. I even remember 2004, though. Like, by the time the Ashley Simpson show premiered, she already had dark hair. So it, it even in that time, it was like, wait, when's she going to 
entire hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get that in episode three, though. I kind of forgot she was blonde, because I feel like I just... I don't know. I remember her with the dark hair so much. I think when we saw her live, she had the dark hair. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's her image. Like, that's, you know, who she is. But, like, next album, like you were saying, it was like a whole year. <laughs> it was very short-lived. But I think people still think of her with that black hair. Yeah. It definitely made an impact. I mean, it was, like, her first, like, it was on that um, the album cover and everything. I don't know. That was, like, her coming out look, you know? So I feel like it's stuck. Yeah. No, I think it's also crazy how she was. She's the one who dyed her hair. Like her record label didn't say to dye her hair or anything. Like she kind of just took it upon herself, and it's she so iconic. It. You know? I love her like doing things to her hair, and her mom being like, "Um, Ashley, what did you do? Why are you doing this?" She's like, "I've got to, mom." But you know, she makes a good point because she's like figuring things out, and she's like, "I gotta find myself." Like. <laughs> And part of that is cutting my hair, which I get it. I've done it. You know, we all have done it. There's certain times in your life, especially after a tough time. Like, she goes through some tough times. She's like, I'm going to cut my hair. I think that was so smart, though, of her to dye her hair dark. Because I think, I don't, honestly, I think it's the dark hair to Ashley, like, effect. Or, like, of it all. Like, I don't think she, her album would go three times platinum. I don't think she would have been such a success mm-hmm. if she didn't dye her hair dark. Hot take. I agree. It was something about that image because even though her and Jessica don't look similar at all, Mm-mm. even the haircut wise, something about the dark hair just like brought out her features a lot more too. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like people were dyeing their hair dark because it was cool i don't know she like started something cool yeah i feel like she inspired a lot of hairdos at the time i could totally see that agreed or just like that like 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 you were saying about like teenagers who deal with heartbreak dye their hair dark after they go through a breakup or dye their hair like a different color Mm -hmm. she's just kind of like the embodiment of that for like you know like, teens can really relate. Like, I, f- I actually feel like she was very relatable. I agree. One of the most relatable, probably even more than, like, a Hillary Duff or, like, I don't know. I was going to say maybe even more than Avril because I don't know what Avril – I feel like Avril sing- had some really good songs and some of them were kind of really deep and stuff. And I feel like with Ashley – I don't know. Like, she has this, like, quality of, like – like, this childlike kind of, I don't know if innocence is exactly the word, but, like, you're like the way she wears her heart out on her sleeve or is just, like, bops around. I don't know. Like, there's something about her that's just, like, super relatable. And I yeah, agree. I, I don't know. I don't know how to, like, put it into words, but. I think, like, even looking back now, I think there's, like, an authenticity to Ashley Simpson. Yeah. That, like. I wasn't expecting. Right. Like, I think, like, Avril Lavigne, she's never come across as a personable person. Mm. (laughs) She's kind of always had that air, like, I'm better than you. Even when she was a tomboy, there is this air that she just, like, is a prick. Have you seen her, like, at the, um, oh, man, is it, like, is it the 
I'm trying to remember if it's like the MTV Awards maybe or something like people try to give her a hug or she's just like she has all these like little feuds or things to say about like people like other female artists or yeah yeah she's love Avril but she does I guess a prick is like the only way I can think of it it's just like she you're right though she like never has anything nice to say about yeah. anyone <laughs> or she's just like she like bumps people out the way i don't know i've seen like videos where she's just like i don't know it's crazy oh yeah i've seen those meet and greet photos <laughs> oh which it's crazy but. yeah anyway <laughs> um but like so like avril lavigne has that going on and then hillary duff seems so sweet yeah and so perfect, so in this like Disney bubble, like capsule almost, like yeah, she's just like so like sickeningly sweet in a way, yeah, and yeah, and then Lindsay Lohan is like, you know, she's to some people like especially during this era, like either a mean girl mm-hmm. or you know. If we ever do an episode on Lindsay, probably just like a troubled, yeah, sweet girl. So but much just, talent too. So much talent, but she just she doesn't have it all together right now. No, and like her upbringing, like it's tumultuous, and you know, yeah, she's she's like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like super relatable. No. I mean, her problems were probably relatable. I'm sure a lot of people have, like, a Dina or Michael Lohan as their parents. Like, that's... Sure. It's relatable in a way. I don't relate to it, but... It is hard, I think, though, to break into that industry without the right support or to have, like, the right guidance or to, like, stay true to yourself and things like that. So it seemed like at least Ashley got that kind of... Yeah. She had some guidance and people supporting her. So, like, even if something went kind of wrong, you know... It'd be okay at the end of the day. Like, you just keep going, keep moving on, make the best of the worst situation, you know? Like, well, she actually seems like through the show, seems like a real girl, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's yeah. like, I think like all these other, like Hillary's and Lindsay and like Avril to some degree are like very much in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And Ashley Simpson doesn't seem as much like in that, she's not in the system yet. Mm hmm. You know, or maybe she never really was. I mean, if she was so much in the system, she would have had more albums. She would be different. You know what I mean? Now. Yeah. So, yeah, she just always seemed kind of like she was given a really good opportunity for this record. Mm-hmm. Probably because of her sister and like her parents savvy, but she's like a normal girl. Like she actually seems like real. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I guess that's why I probably liked her so much. I was like, yeah. That could be me. Angsty. Yeah, she's like angsty, but also girly and like... Funny. Funny, yeah. She like has a whole character. <laughs> what was her name? Nadine or Jodine or... You know what really cracked me up? When like for Halloween, like she dressed up as fat bastard. <laughs> I was like... I was so weak. Oh, man. Yeah. No, she seems like she has a cool personality. I mean, I'm sure she's grown up a lot though so i don't know i wonder if she's still like as quirky you know i'm sure she is 
Yeah. I have a feeling. I, I have a feeling that doesn't go away. She's probably not out for the public. Gotcha. Or else I like to believe that. Yeah. I don't know what she does nowadays. I haven't really kept up. But same. <laughs> well, what else can we say about our girl Ash? Like, I don't know. I really enjoyed the Ashley Simpson show. And I think, like, go on YouTube. Check yeah. it out. <laughs> it's all on there. All two seasons. Um. It's a great little time capsule. I felt, like, so safe just watching it. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, I can fully relax and just... It's, like, nothing serious. Like, it's so... It's, like, really light. You know what I mean? Like, and enjoyable. Like, there's, like, mild drama, but it's, like, you know how everything's gonna turn out. Like, it's not, like... Even with the SNL thing, it's, like, not the end of the world. Like, she... I don't know. Yeah, like, she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. (laughs) So I think there is solace in that. And also it's like just like the funnest time capsule. Oh my god. Okay, before we like completely wrap it up, did you see the episode where um she like I think she's about to do like TRL like for the first time and she runs into P. Diddy? Yeah. And he's like, I know she's gonna be big. Like he just like was like I know, you've got it. I have this feeling. And and then she runs into Jay-Z. And she, like, embarrasses herself by singing 99 Problems to him. Oh. Is that you? Yeah. That was, like, one of the most relatable things I've seen. Because she was like, oh, man, I love your music. And he's like, really? And he's like, she's like, yeah, I've been listening, you know, to your songs lately. He's like, oh, what song? And she just starts, she's like, I got 99 Problems, bitch, anyone? And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she, like, apologized immediately and, like, runs away. But he was like, it's okay, little sis. <laughs> She's like, he's like, I liked uh, your enthusiasm or something. He said something positive. It was really sweet. And it was just hilarious, though, because then she's like, she goes to her family is like laughing. She's like, oh, my God, I just embarrassed myself in front of Jay-Z. And I did this, like, dance. It was like a crunk kind of, it was like a really, it was like unplanned. She was like really just letting him know she loved that song. And it was just like really funny. <laughs> oh. Uh, it was like one of my favorite moments of the show. I don't know why. It just really brought me joy. I love that. Because, like, yeah, what do you do when you see Jay-Z? I mean, you get excited. Just New York. Concrete <laughs> jungle. Wet dream tomato. Exactly. <laughs> That's the song you would sing to him. Yeah. Probably do with a crunk dance, too. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the white girl get crunk dance. I totally like little mama when she crashed the the VMA stage in front of Jay Z. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. all goes back to little mama. It really, does. Lil mama. Lil, yep. Lil mama and Afro remix. <laughs> oh oh well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Um, you can follow us at the Late to the Party Pod, uh, on Instagram. And um, you can send us, you know, you can send us pretty much, well, I don't want to say anything. Um, send us. No, send us anything. <laughs> I don't know. That opens the door to too many things. In everything. <laughs> you know, let it, send us a, a note. Be like, hey, let, let us know if you, you know, saw Ashley Simpson in concert. And if you remember watching the Ashley Simpson show. And what you would say to Jay-Z. Yeah, let us know. What song would you rap to Jay-Z? Yeah, we need to know. Yeah. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.